and then a foreman and maybe a skid steer operator. And all those guys are out there for sure on that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Um, what's the second roller for? Because it looked like he was just coming behind the first one and it was a smaller machine. Is that so they had the typical? big, the bigger one doing a bulk of the rolling and then the smaller one was doing the edges. Oh, they could just get closer to yeah. the edge. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, you want to, you want to hit it a few times, but the the smaller roller out there was to get into all the little nooks and crannies as they go along that edge mm-hmm. down the down the road. Do rollers come in like uh, ten feet wide, eight feet? Yeah, those sorts of things. Yeah, they all have all standard sizes, so they'll run the real big ones on interstate, obviously. And then there's different kinds. There's the pneumatic. There's the tire rollers, and mm-hmm. then there's the steel drum rollers. Okay. I feel like the steel drum roller is kind of the the typical one normal people would probably recognize. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one that's far more common yeah. than pneumatic rubber tire. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen rubber tire roller before. Maybe I just don't know that I saw it. You'd probably recognize it if you saw it, but it basically just has a ton of tires. Mm-hmm. So it leaves a smooth surface. Oh, like enough. So, okay. I see what you're mm-hmm. saying. That are kind of staggered. Mm-hmm. So it'll have a multiple rows that are staggered. So once it passes over, it's totally compacted across the board. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah. I think my favorite highway machine, and I don't know what it's called, is the ones where it's got like 15 arms across the top, and they're all almost like kind of random, like that. You know what I'm talking about? Highway machine? For like what? working on the like highway. What is it doing? I think they're tearing up uh, the road. What? Oh, the ones... They got it, like arms. Is it like mounted to a truck? Uh, maybe, but it's like... There are, it honestly just kind of looks like a bunch of, yeah, they're just like long pipes. Yeah. This is so good. Um, really great content, everybody. All all together. Yes. They're all in like in a row. Mm-hmm. And then they almost kind of randomly are like. Yeah. So they use that to break up concrete paper. Yes. They're breaking it up. Uh, like Jason Richmond could tell you all about that machine. Okay. Because I'm sure he spent his time around, for whatever reason, they love those things in the Midwest because there's a lot of concrete paving. Okay. But I grew you, up in the Midwest. That makes you sense. won't see something like that in Arizona. The first time I saw one was in the Midwest, I feel like. How would they break up concrete in Arizona? I They're doing a, the big project right now. I think it's the biggest project in the uh, ADOT's history is the, called the Broadway Curve. Mm. And they were breaking up an old concrete uh, off ramp the other day and they had ground level demolition out there and they basically just lift up a big piece of steel and drop it and lift it up and drop <laughs> like it. Like f- a flat piece or it's, it's kind of... Uh, I don't know. They repurpose something. Okay. So it's just this massively heavy mm. rod that they just pick up and drop with an excavator and it smashes the hell out of the whole off ramp and they can peel it all up or you use a hammer. But since they use that, they've determined that that's probably far hmm. faster than using a hammer because a hammer doesn't do a very good job of fraction you gotta you gotta break up all of the concrete mm-hmm. you can't just like a hammer just basically pokes holes in it yeah it's not really what you're looking for no you just wanted to make it into smaller rocks so then something can come and just peel it so up. you can peel it up real easy and fit it into trucks and have a good fill factor in the trucks mm-hmm. so you're not having these big awkward chunks taking up a bunch of space in true your trucks. you want to have a lot less airspace in yeah. there yeah cool yeah, anyway. so highway construction things, Super et cetera. Fun. Uh, well, everybody, welcome to the Build It Internal Podcast. We only have a couple more of these for 2022. Wow. Can you believe it? Amazing. We've been doing some podcasting this year. It's so normal to me now mm-hmm. that, can you turn Alex off a little bit? 
Uh, it's so normal to me now that I don't think a lot of it. It's just I like don't, part of the thing. Yeah, I was looking at my my photos the other day because I'm working through a portfolio, and I've I have a creative project I have planned for the Christmas break, and you know, when we go shoot, it doesn't seem like we're doing a lot, and that might sound crazy to like Chase or He's like, somebody Are you else. Kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> but if you think about it, you can only go to kind of like one site a day. Which, okay, and then maybe on that site, I mean, ideally, I get one photograph that's worth something, mm-hmm. and that'll that'll be somewhat timeless. Like, I, I get a lot of photographs that are useful for whatever uses, marketing, website, whatever, whatever it is. But I think there's kind of the goal is there's at least just one photograph in that 2,000 photographs I'll take mm-hmm. that I'll look back on five years from now, whatever it is. Like that was a great shot. I remember that time. Yeah. And I was looking at all of my photos, kind of those top photos, because mm-hmm. you're, you're choosing up, you're, you're kind of building a portfolio. And only when you look at the body of work in its entirety, do you really start to understand, whoa, we go to a lot of places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we, you do different this, places. Yeah. You do this month after month for years. You cover a lot of ground, so it doesn't feel like it in the moment, mm-hmm. but holy smokes, we've gotten around. I feel like once the store is rocking and rolling, we got to have like coffee table books and of just like these killer shots. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's so much. There's we can just do. so many that like really stand out Yeah, that aren't going to really tell the story if they just kind of live digitally online somewhere, Mm -hmm. which I mean, they look awesome anywhere, but yeah. And everything lives digitally, but then you, you even like the photo wall out here, I don't know, just looking at those photographs on the wall, it feels a lot different to me at least. It's permanent. Yeah. And they're my photos. So I might, I mean, obviously I have a different emotional response to them, but uh, I could look at those. I could look at most of those photos all day. Yeah. All day. Well, do you see uh, the map that Sam Lang posted? Yeah, so cool. Uh, really cool. So cool. And it's kind of the same thing where it's like he's putting his photos um, that he's taken in certain states and having them printed on like a cutout of a certain state and then putting it on the map for anybody yeah. who hasn't seen it. It's very cool. I see. It wouldn't work for me because I'm, I'm, I'm too well-traveled and I have too many good photos. You'd be like, great. You'd just be stacking them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, to me, like it's kind of the same thing where it's, he's tying... Um, Ex- like his experience there doing that thing. Um, and, you know, he's certainly, he's not just picking the first photo he took, so he has a photo for it. Mm-mm. He's picking one that, like, you know, stands out to him from his own tastes, from his own work. Totally. Um, which I think is super cool. And I, to me, like, that's very similar to what you're talking about, where, sure, you're, it, it's cool that those are your photos out there, but I don't, and I'm putting words in your mouth here. I'm sure you're not standing out there and you're, if you look at the photos out here on the wall outside the podcast studio, you're not like, man, I can take a photo, baby. No, it's, I, I, I forget that I took the photos. I, I've just always wanted to, cr- I've, I've always wanted to create the photographs that I've wanted to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the, that's why I got into it. The level of, of I can't art. look at these photos. I have to make them. <laughs> well, they're, they're just, yeah, there wasn't a lot to look at. Yeah. It's this amazing world that wasn't all that captured. So that's why I could look at these photos. It's just, it, it just draws you in. They're the photographs that I've, you know, I've wanted to see my whole life. Mm-hmm. There they are, which is a pretty cool, pretty cool feeling. One thing that you're really good at, and, you know, we 
certainly leveraged this a little bit when we did um, Dirt Talk Live at the the conference in San Antonio. Was you know you're really good at kind of tying like the experience to the photo. And it's, the photo really is just like jogging the memory of that experience for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you talk about that guy John Lee. Is that his name? Yeah. Like that's sure it's a really great photo and there's a great story there, but also like you're kind of dialing up like where you were in life, like what the business was looking like, you know, why that was compelling to you when you took the photo of him in the first place. Um, it's all these things and not just, oh, it's so cool. I can see this now. It's, I think there's a lot more story to it, both like for you personally, but just if people don't know the story of that guy, they can just tell there's a story here. Yeah, it's, it's weird. You could pull up any of the hundreds of thousands of images I've taken. And I could, I could tell you exactly where it was, when it was, yeah. and the story behind it. It's I have this enormous library of mostly nonsense in my head, this entire archive of all of the photos I've ever taken. So you can pull it up. I might not be able to recall it from memory, but if you pull up a photograph, I can tell you everything about like, it. Yeah, that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Are you, do you feel like you're that way from a memory standpoint with other things? No. Like if you read a book... You kind of remember where on the page something was. No, sure. No, I have to be. Re- I'm very visual. Yeah. So, and photographs are simple. It's just one frame to worry about. Video. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or, or audio, like anything that's dynamic. I just I get totally lost because there's there's too much there. A photograph. All I have to worry about is just one frame. That's it. That's it. <sighs> I'm I'm with you, especially from a visual standpoint. I feel like. If I see something, a, a video or whatever, I, it's quick to remind me of something and then I get distracted and I'm mm-hmm. thinking of that thing and then I'm jumping to making these, all these other, I'm like, wait, where, where am I? Um, so I, I like the point about a photo where it's just the, the one thing, you know, you can, you can soak it in, but then you're not like having to keep paying attention to it because there's new things happening. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. But the goal, once I learned about I took that the only formal quote unquote formal photography training I had was that Chris Burkhardt workshop. And yeah. He talked about timeless photographs and which is a photograph that you can look at now or in 15 years and not really tell when it was shot. Mm-hmm. That's great. You can, you're just, it can, it can, it's, it's not, you put it on social media today and then it become it, it, there's an expiration date to it. In theory, like great work should continue to live on and stand the test of time. And I think that's my that's, ultimate that's all goal. Art. Yeah, is, is to create images mm-hmm. that are not necessarily important today or are important today, but are even more important 10 years from now, 20 years ago, whenever it is. Yeah, I love that. Right on. Well, mm-hmm. thanks for talking about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about t- today. Um, talk about today. Talk about today. I want to talk well, about today. Beautiful day today. Weather's great. Went to Jones. It was. It was. Might get a little scary. It's getting a little hairy out there, everybody. Take shelter. (sighs) Break out your umbrellas. I did bring my uh, emergency raincoat in just in case. Oh, good. Um, I did want to talk about the holiday break that we've uh, been doing this two week break at Buildwit since I've been around. Um, Mm -hmm. And I remember at the time being like, "Wow, like two weeks." What? And I feel like. Maybe that was new. Like, I don't know if you'd had really done it the year before, but there was like five people working here the, the winter before I started. Um, but I do know that like half the company has never, hasn't been around BuildWit since we've done that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about how we drive into those two weeks, how we um, might position ourselves and kind of what we're focusing on as we go into those two weeks. And then, um, you know, from your viewpoint, what's what's kind of what are the things we should focus on in that time off? Um, and uh, where our kind of heads and hearts need to be when we come back. So the logic for the two week break was pretty simple. I would try you try to work around the holidays and nothing happens. You can work as hard as you want to work, but no one else is working or everybody else is thinking about other stuff. So mm-hmm. just nothing, nothing productive happens. And I figured, why am I trying to work when I can do other productive things with my time instead? Why am I trying to make something work that's just not working all that well? Yeah. So it was, it was really just a practical thing. And especially the, the companies that have to work in between Christmas and New Year's, it's like no one, no one's actually working in those two, like in mm-hmm. between. It's crazy to expect anybody to have any kind of thoughts other than family or, or holidays, or whatever the hell it is, New Year. And if they do respond, it's going to be, yeah, this looks great. I'll, uh, I'll really dig into it after the holiday's over. Yes. Yes. It's a bunch of that. So we can either just work and not really get anything done and just get frustrated and waste time. Or we can say, hey, let's take the time off and let's be deliberate and productive about taking that time off. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it started with a very practical, for a very practical reason. I took the two weeks off and I loved it. I still, quote unquote, worked during the two weeks. Sure. But I, I would just write and do creative things I hadn't gotten to. And I just bounced around wherever I wanted to bounce around. I didn't have meetings or deliverables or email. I, I didn't have any of that. Mm-hmm. I just had whatever I wanted to focus on. And after, you know, when you have two weeks, that's a lot of space to actually create and, and free up your mind and, and get things done yeah. in a creative sense. But I really liked it. Team grew. It was still practical. Last year, it started to become a stretch. It started to be a, a bigger decision last year when we had 30-something people. And it was, I don't know, you know, 100, 200 grand, whatever it was. It was a significant expense. Mm-hmm. And we had to make a decision. Is it a, a smart business move to keep the break? And the answer, obviously, was yes. Yeah. We had the same decision to make this year. Is this a smart business move? And can we even do it now as a software company? Because what if contractors are working during the break and they have a problem with our software? How do we get around that? And so we had to come up with solutions to problems we didn't have before. Yeah. Um, as a, a market, just a marketing business. Yeah, you can kind of just turn it off. The business is off. We'll yes. catch up in two weeks. That's not how it works anymore. Yeah. So we've come up with a play for some people to be on standby to to work through different things that come up over the break because we do have users and there's other people working so we need to do something yeah. during the break but a majority of everybody is off we give two weeks off and it is apart from just the day-to-day salary and benefits the biggest investment i think we make in our people in the whole year at least from a dollar standpoint yeah the team meeting is very expensive this two this this is 
this two-week break, it's about a half million dollar investment in people. And I don't view it as uh, me being a nice guy. <clears throat> That's not how I view it. Mm-hmm. Sure, everybody has earned it. I want it to be earned. I don't just want it to be an expectation. I feel like this year, everybody's earned it. Every, <laughs> the, the work we've done this year, what we've done this year is crazy, mm-hmm. crazy. So we've definitely earned it. But I want it to be a productive two weeks. And what does that mean? That means not working. That means doing what you need to do as a human being to come back in January and be ready to do the best work you've ever done. I don't know what that is for everybody. It's different for everybody. Maybe it's just a ton of reading. Maybe it's going on a trip. Maybe it's, it's writing. Maybe it's doing photography. Maybe it's, I don't know, just playing Call of Duty for four days straight. If that's the, truly the best way yeah. to, to chill yourself out or spending time with family and sports games and uh, going on a family trip. I don't know. It, it, it's different for everybody. But it's what do I need as a human being to really unwind, center myself, and build myself as a human being. Hmm. So for me, I'm going to Australia for two weeks. I have no plans. Everybody's like, oh, are you going to run around the country and see a bunch of stuff? That's the last thing I want to do. I don't, I see enough stuff. I'm going to a totally different place and I'm just going to run a lot. I'm going to walk a lot. I'm going to read a lot. I'm going to write. I have a creative project already set aside that I want to work on. Love it. And that's it. That's it. That's what I need Mm -hmm. right now. I frankly, I'm feeling tired. I'm worn out. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say I'm burnt out. I don't think I could get burnt out of any of that. I, I love what I do. Yeah. But I'm tired. And that, to me, is the most productive way I could go spend the two weeks. So for you, what is the most productive way you can use those two weeks? Time is a gift. We're doing our best. We're not in a position to just willy-nilly give people a two-week break right now. We're just not. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows it. That's not a secret. Like even the team meeting, that was a very deliberate decision. This is a very deliberate decision. It's a privilege. So please, I, I at least hope I can't make anybody use it yeah. as the gift it is, but please use it as the gift it is. And I really mean it when I say everybody's a little bit different in whatever role they play within the business, but please take the time off. Please take the time off. Because mm-hmm. if you're in and out and really not getting away and and getting what you need in other ways it's kind of a waste um so there will be some people on i know especially from like a leadership standpoint it's hard to ever be off quote unquote because there's a lot of things to worry about and whatever it is yeah but to the best of your ability take the time off and go into it with the plan go into it with the plan. Don't just sit around and d- waste away for two weeks. Again, if that's the best way to go build yourself as a human being, by all means. I don't necessarily believe that's the best way to do anything, but don't take advantage of it. Because if you take advantage of it, you only are screwing yourself. Mm-hmm. Only person that loses is you in that equation. I, I feel like 
one of the common denominators for me um, over the last two holiday seasons here at BuildWit were we were roared as a company into that two-week break. Mm-hmm. And when we came back in January, in that first week of January, I don't know if I was surprised, but um, to me it was very clear that everybody was like, let's go. Like mm-hmm. there was th- that attitude of like, um, we're coming back to it and we're coming back to it strong. Um, and so I, I going into this, the, the break for me, um, without even like thinking about, you know, what's, or without thinking about the logic of why this is a good investment from the company into the people, me just thinking, here's how I want to spend that time. Um, and I find myself being more intentional about kind of how I'm strate- strategizing that, strategizing that, um, because that's kind of how we do it now. Like, I, I just sort of like, that's how we talk about that two-week break. And so I find myself being more intentional about it than maybe I typically would have in the past. Yeah. We're just like, yeah, two weeks off, sick, I'll do whatever I want. And now it's like, oh man, I can't wait, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, like, here's how I want to spend this time. And it, well, it, does, and it doesn't have to be, like, st- structured, no. but it's like, maybe you're just more present with your children than you normally would be. Yeah. Because you're you're out of the day-to-day bustle. Maybe it's, you haven't read very much this year. I'm going to read these two books over break, or I'm going to go for a walk every day. I, I don't know what the hell it is. It could be as simple as that. But again, it's different for everybody. Um, and I just think it's the right thing to do. Yeah. I just, we've made a lot of decisions from a people standpoint. Like one of my biggest fears is not doing enough for our people. Um, and we've, we've fallen short in a lot of ways this year. We've fallen short every year. We're all, we'll always fall short. Yeah. And that's the, the frustrating thing about it. I don't want to fall short, but we're humans. We'll always fall short. That's we're flawed. Our company's flawed. Um, we're doing our best. Um, and this year has been, been a lot of work. We've accomplished a ton. Nuts. There's been financial pressure for sure with our growth. But despite all of that, despite all of the reasons to not do this, I, I feel like it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And, 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 um, I'm not doing it out of, out of, you know, guilt because we haven't done enough for our people or, oh, we did it last year. So we should do it this year. Oh, I want to be the nice guy. Like, I don't, I, I don't care about any of that. Yeah. It's just, it just is the right thing to do. Um, I think humans need some time off to, to just be for yeah. a moment. And I think this is the best way to, to end the year. Like you said, run into this damn thing run into it. I don't want everybody half-assing the last week. Because again, you only screw yourself when you yeah. do that. That's, so that's your standard. Everybody needs to send it to Friday evening of the break. Have a plan going into the break. Set the expectations you need to set up front so that you can execute that plan over break. Whatever the hell the plan is for you. Yeah. And then the first day back, we're ready to send it again. There's no two days to warm back up to work and, oh, how are your holidays? Like, yeah, have, you know, be human. Be a person. <laughs> but we're back in action, mm-hmm. ready to execute that very first day back. Um, I can certainly speak for the media team. Um, 
we had our our weekly uh, just like media team deliverables call yesterday, and it was very clear that everybody is heads down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not worried about everybody not working right now. Everybody, I mean, it's it is gnarly. Yeah, the, the pace. I'm I'm aware. <laughs> um, but I I don't want it to let up. Yeah, I, I, we have this break coming. We have that that finish line for the year, but the job's not done until we're there. There's no celebrating until we're there. There's no losing focus until we're there. We got to be locked in until we're there. Mm-hmm. And then we're there, we're there, and then we're back at it come January. And hopefully we're feeling great coming back into it. Hopefully we want to come back into it. And if you're dreading coming back into it, maybe we need to have other conversations because sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a good sign. Yeah. Yeah. If, once you're taking a break, you're like, eh, maybe I just want to take a break for a while. Mm-hmm. Um. Talking a little bit about uh, our, our customers and, and clients, partners, um, a good bit of them re- shut down their business a good bit kind of going into the winter time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, has that really, how has that bore out um, in the past in terms of, um, you know, we come back from the break and, you know, what they're doing, what they're available for, kind of their interest level and like our con- continued work. Does Have you seen much of a difference in, in that or is just sort of that's what, I don't know, I guess I'm confused about the companies who are certainly more northern states who weather really affects their ability to do the work, snow, whatever. Um, how are how are they treating kind of like the, that shutdown time? They obviously lay every, or lay a you know, good bit of their workforce off. Um, and then are they just, is it just more like office work at that point? How do those companies still kind of run? There's still a lot of work going on, um, especially with backlog where it is right now. The trend I've noticed over the past few years is they're working through the winter now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of contract, like a lot of owners, they know it's inefficient, but they're just willing to pay it because they need the work done. Yeah. Um, so there aren't as many layoffs hmm. as I think there were. I, I mean, I don't have sure. a very long perspective on the matter, but I've noticed that trend and I think it's only going to go in one direction. The companies that do sh- totally shut down, they do all their maintenance in the winter. Yeah. So there's still a lot of work going on. They're still bidding. They're still operating company. And then that's when, in theory, they'll be training most heavily. So the training business, in theory, at least from a sales standpoint and potentially a usage standpoint, I don't know if, we just don't know. We haven't even had a yeah. year of data yet. Would be great, will be greatest over the winter. And then a summer when the weather's good, everybody's full bore. That's when everybody wants other services. Yeah. So we're kind of spread across the year in a somewhat even sense. Yeah. I'm, I know there's been references, um, you know, a lot of either potential training clients or whatever said, you know, call us in the wintertime or the winter is going to be better for us for that thing. And so I am curious to see, um, Companies where it is a little bit seasonal in terms of their work, um, how that ends up going. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be really interesting to see. Yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's the biggest thing. I think that's the source of everybody's anxiety right now. Everybody doesn't know. Yeah. People that have been doing it for 50 years don't know right now. <laughs> uh, and so it's you just kind of have to take every day as it is and, and, and keep going from there. But I, I don't want to be... Like as, as a business, especially going into into the new year, I don't want to be, we need to be smart. And I think the focus going into the end of the year and especially into the new year is reducing the burn rate. Yep. 
that's a that's a, a big focus right now. And I think we'll be able to get there for sure with the plans we're working on. Um, but I don't want to be in, in our little turtle shell, in our little in our little shell going into next year. Mm-hmm. I mean it when I want when I say we got to run into <laughs> into this next year because that that first week back that sets the tone for the rest of the year. It does. I think we were ready to. We did so well this year because the first week, two weeks, I was looking back on it. I remember, holy smokes, this is this is wild, wild. What we're, we have we're going hiring on right people. Now. We're talking like there was so much going on. Man, we were we were blown and going, mm-hmm. and that's important. Uh, how we end the year is important. How we start the year is important. So those those two weeks set the tone for everything. Mm-hmm. Well said. And I understand the company is bigger now. It's more complex. There's more nuances to all this. I understand it's easier for some to leave for two weeks and not worry about things, and others are going to have to worry. About. I understand all of that. Trust, like trust me. I I get it. <laughs> I won't be just kicking it in Australia like. Oh yeah, life's grand. I'm the I'm the executive. I don't need to do shit. I don't have anything to worry about. I'll, I'll be worried the whole time. I'm yeah. sure I'll be thinking about things. But I I like to do that. That's 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 productive for me. I go in another place. I free up my mind. I chew through things I've been putting off for a long time. Um, so I understand there's some nuance to this, but just do your best. Do your best. Send it into the break. Have a plan during the break. Be deliberate about the break. Come out of the break ready to go because mm-hmm. next year we have put in a lot of work this year we have been planting a lot of damn seeds that's this this whole year has just been planting seeds and we haven't seen a lot of the benefit from any of that so it's a little tough right now because we're in in the in-between where we're just we're working so hard and yet we're not quite seeing the fruits of our labor I think next year we have enough time on everything where we'll really start to see the benefits of the work we've put in this year. Mm-hmm. This this coming year is going to be a blast. It's going to be I don't even know what the hell it's going to be. I just know it's going to I just know it's going to be a good time yeah. because I know we've put in the damn work. We've put in the damn work. Yeah. We've been putting in the damn work. It's still going to be a lot of work next year, but I think we're going to have more fun with it because we'll be able to reap just a little bit as we go along. Well said. Well, I, I know I'm looking forward to um, not turning off, but certainly being able to uh, step back and, you know, take more intentional time with my family, more intentional time with my wife, more intentional time with my friends, with myself. Um, because like, I, I think I, I get, I, I don't get the, uh, the Sunday scaries coming out of um, the holiday break. In a way that I, I feel like maybe I would have years ago. Dude, I am relieved to come out of the holiday break. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just ready to go. I feel so good coming out of the holiday. I'm, I'm just like, let's get to it, man. There's some cool stuff that we need to go do. And I, I enjoy it. I love my time. I love my creative time. But then I'm also so stoked to get back. So stoked. Mm-hmm. And I think two weeks is, the, is a good amount of time. I don't think a week is really enough to fully let go. And, and create the space necessary. Everybody's different. Yeah. But what I found is two weeks is, is really enough time to, to let a lot of things go. Let your guard down in some areas mm-hmm. and, and focus on 
on some other areas. When you come back, you're ready to roll, baby. And the two weeks, it's the two weeks before the New Year's as well. So we want to come out of the break ready to go professionally. Come out of the break ready to go personally too. (laughs) If you're going to start to eat better January 1, start to eat better December 18th. Seriously, like take advantage of those two weeks to already start doing the shit you want to be doing in the new year. Yeah. Don't be one of those people that, oh, I'm going to go to the gym January 2nd. Like that, that is, you're, you're just going to fail. Like you're just lying to yourself at that point. Like what can you start now to make yourself just a better human? Like I said, is it walking every day? Is it reading a few page, five, 10 pages a day? Whatever it is, like what do you want to do in 2023? Can you do some of that during this break? Can you set, yeah. start to set some of those habits now so that January 1 comes around and you're already feeling good. You already have momentum January 1. You're not starting from this cold start. Yeah. That's a great place to be. You're setting your whole year up in a very, very positive manner if that's your mentality. I love that because I think that that goes back to that word intentionality for me is going into it. It's There's these things that maybe I'm, I'm not doing as well as I'd like or I'm not doing as often as I'd like, but I have like the freedom to like really dig into those things. Uh, so that like I ramp into the new year um, ready to go. And I like that you're saying that both professionally and personally. I think that's important. Yes. Cool. That's the, that's the goal. Yeah. If people are better personally, they'll be better professionally. So that's holiday break. Please, please use it. Take advantage of it. Make it into what it should be for you. Yep. And if you need to think about that, think about it beforehand. But don't go into it willy-nilly. Because you're the only person that loses as a result. Yep. Right on. Uh, well, Aaron, thank you for uh, chatting on the, about that. Uh, the next internal podcast, everybody, before we go into the break, I think that w- this will come out a week before the last day, the last day of our Great. work. Um, and the last one, so the next week's internal will be about uh, just a look back, a retrospective oh. at 2022. Look at all the things we did. We have heart music. Yeah. It'd be great. Uh, But in the meantime, everybody, uh, keep the pedal to the metal. Um, It's been a lot this month and this year, but also super fun. I'm glad to be doing it with all of you. Uh, For Aaron Witt, Harrison over here, I'm Alex Horton. Thanks for listening to the Build Witt Internal Podcast. (laughs) 